Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, Nothing But the Blood of Jesus. It will be focused on the study of Leviticus chapter 6. Before going any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your wonderful love, and we thank you for the provided way that you provided for us to be reconciled with you, which is through the blood of your Son. May you help us to not come through any other way other than the way you provided, for that is the only way you can accept. Speak to us today in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Leviticus chapter 6. Chapter 6 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, If a soul sin and commit a trespass against the Lord, and lie unto his neighbor in that which was delivered him to keep, or in fellowship, or in a thing taken away by violence, or hath deceived his neighbor, or have found that which was lost, and lieth concerning it, and sweareth falsely, in any of all these that a man doeth, sinning therein, then it shall be, because he hath sinned and is guilty, that he shall restore that which he took violently away, or the thing which he hath deceitfully gotten, or that which was delivered him to keep, or the lost thing which he found, or all that about which he hath sworn falsely. He shall even restore it in the principle, and shall add the fifth part more thereto and give it unto him to whom it appertaineth in the day of his trespass offering. And he shall bring his trespass offering unto the Lord, a ram without blemish out of the flock, with thy estimation, for a trespass offering unto the priest. And the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord, and it shall be forgiven him for anything of all that he hath done in trespassing therein. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his son, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. It is the burnt offering, because of the burning upon the altar all night unto the morning, and the fire of the altar shall be burning in it. And the priest shall put on his linen garment, and his linen breeches shall he put upon his flesh, and take up the ashes which the fire hath consumed with the burnt offering on the altar, and he shall put them beside the altar, and he shall put off his garments, and put on other garments, and carry forth the ashes without the camp unto a clean place. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it, it shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning, and lay the burnt offering in order upon it. And he shall burn thereon the fat of the peace offerings. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar, it shall never go out. And this is the law of the meat offering. The sons of Aaron shall offer it before the Lord before the altar. And he shall take of it his handful of the flour of the meat offering, and of the oil thereof, and all the frankincense which is upon the meat offering, and shall burn it upon the altar for a sweet savor, even the memorial of it unto the Lord. And the remainder thereof shall Aaron and his sons eat, with unleavened bread shall it be eaten in the holy place, in the court of the tabernacle of the congregation they shall eat it. It shall not be bacon with leaven. I have given it unto them for their portion of my offerings made by fire. It is most holy, as is the sin offering, and as the trespass offering. All the males among the children of Aaron shall eat of it. It shall be a statute forever in your generations concerning the offerings of the Lord made by fire. Everyone that toucheth them shall be holy. 
And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This is the offering of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer unto the Lord in the day when he is anointed, the tenth part of an ephah of fine flour for a meat offering perpetual, half of it in the morning, and half thereof at night. In a pan it shall be made with oil, and when it is bacon, thou shalt bring it in, and the bacon pieces of the meat offering shalt thou offer for a sweet savor unto the Lord. And the priest of his sons that is anointed in his stead shall offer it. It is a statute forever unto the Lord. It shall be wholly burnt. For every meat offering for the priest shall be wholly burnt. It shall not be eaten. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and to his sons, saying, This is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is killed shall the sin offering be killed before the Lord. It is most holy. The priest that offereth it for sin shall eat it. In the holy place shall it be eaten, in the court of the tabernacle of the congregation. Whatsoever shall touch the flesh thereof shall be holy. And when there is sprinkled of the blood thereof upon any garment, thou shalt wash that whereon it was sprinkled in the holy place. But the earthen vessel wherein it is sodden shall be broken. And if it be sodden in a brassen pot, it shall be both scoured and rinsed in water. All the males among the priests shall eat thereof, it is most holy. And no sin offering, whereof any of the blood is brought into the tabernacle of the congregation to reconcile with all in the holy place, shall be eaten. It shall be burnt in the fire. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, The Healing of Jairus' Daughter. This was preached in 1955 on February the 27th in the evening. We'll begin at paragraph 2 up to paragraph 6. I trust you find it to be a blessing. I think without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sin. And I just can't stress that enough. <clears throat> and my, my motive this afternoon in speaking of the Lamb was the the lamb under the old sacrificial law, I thought I'd better kind of straighten it just a little bit, or not straighten it, but just bring it down to where you'd see it, and maybe it wouldn't be misunderstood, that under the old law, when a lamb, a burnt offering was made, and the lamb died the innocent substitute for the guilty sinner, the life that went out of the lamb's blood cell could not return back to the man, so he come out of the the church, the holy place, with the same desire to sin that he had when he went in. The only thing he had was an answer of a good conscience that he knew an innocent victim had died for his guilty sins. But the life of the lamb, out of the blood cell of the lamb, could not return back into the human being. You understand now? But when Christ died, the life that was in Christ's blood cell returns back to the human being as the baptism of the Holy Spirit, bringing the believer into relationship with God after he's been cleansed through the offering of the blood of Jesus Christ. You see what I mean? Amen. Now watch. We're going to bring it down to one little place so you can see it. Every little cell in the human body, in anybody, starts first from a little germ. And the germ comes from the male sex, no matter if it's a fly, the same thing. It comes from the male sex, the little germ of life. And the little germ of life that was in the lamb 
First, it had to be a spirit before it could be a germ. And that's what we're dealing with, like sickness, a cancer. What is it? A germ. What's a tumor? A germ. What's tuberculosis? A germ. All those diseases are germs called cancer, tumor, tuberculosis. That's medical terms. What they are is demons in the light of the scripture. They are tormentors. Comes into your body to shorten your days on the earth. Now, God doesn't intend them to be there. He doesn't want them there. But Satan, the arch enemy of God and man, is the one that puts them there. They're his little devil, little imps, demons. Ask the doctor what starts cancer. Ask him where a tumor comes from. When I was interviewed at Mayo Brothers years ago, I asked him, I said, isn't that beginning of a germ? Yes. I said, isn't a germ life? Yes. I said, doctor, where does that life come from? He said, nobody knows. It's a devil. That's right. What it is, is a life. Now, remember, the devil can't create, but the devil can take and perverse something that God has created. You understand? Perverse. Now, that was a life that's been perverse from a germ of life to a germ of death. That's what the devil does to your very life. Your life. He can perverse it to unbelief and you'll die in your sins and can't come to Christ. If you let God, he will sanctify that spirit or give you a sanctified spirit, the Holy Spirit, and it'll pass you from death unto life. You see? Now that little germ that was in the animal that started off, one little germ, making it, of course, is billions of them, little cells. But that one little cell being broke let the life of the animal out. But the life could not, now it answered of a good conscience towards God, but could not come back to the believer. His conscience was the same as he went in there. Only he knew he had done what God said to do. But the life that was in the lamb, the animal lamb, could not come back to the human being because it was the life of an animal. But when the blood cell of Jesus Christ was broke, and in that blood cell was the Spirit of God. For the Holy Ghost overshadowed a virgin, not knowing any male of the earth. The Holy Ghost overshadowed her and created around himself. The Holy Spirit entered the womb of this virgin and created a blood cell around himself. And then when that blood cell was broke at Calvary, freeing the Spirit through the mist of the blood cell, offering of himself, the believer comes through the blood of Jesus Christ back in, and the lamb that died, the spirit that went from the lamb, returns again on the believer, and he becomes the son of God through the offering of the blood of Jesus. Do you get it now? Amen. The Lord bless you. As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the shed blood which you provided for us, which we see all through the way from Genesis was the way that you had provided. Life for life. Father, we pray, help us to take refuge under the blood of Jesus Christ and may it cleanse us from all our sins and unrighteousness. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. 
So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
nothing but the blood of Jesus. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know 